You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. Good morning and God bless you. Welcome to service. Welcome to the live stream. Praise God that we have a breath of life and that we can come together, be joined together in one spirit, one mind, one accord, knowing that we serve the same God, the living God of Israel. It's awesome and it's exciting. Um, wherever you're at right now, watching, listening, praise the Lord. So we are going to get some worship on. We're going to remember who the Lord is. We're going to praise him and thank him for who he is, all he's done. And I just want to say hello again. Uh, I am going to open up with two scriptures, one in Psalm 74, verse 16 through 17. And then I'm going to jump to Psalm 77, and I'll read that one also. So 74, 16. The day is yours. The night is also yours. You have established and prepared the heavenly light and the sun. You have defined and established all the borders of the earth, the divisions of the land and the sea, and of the nations. You have made summer and winter. So God is in every detail. 77, 11 to 14. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will wholeheartedly remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all your words and thoughtfully consider all the great and wondrous deeds. Your way, O God, is holy, far from sin and guilt. What God is like our great God? You are the awesome God who works powerful wonders. You have demonstrated your power among the people. That we can say and be in agreement that who is like our God? Who can compare to his works, to his wonder, to his power, and to his might? The one who created all things. The one who is mindful of you and me today. The one who is mindful of every detail. Even the things we don't know about ourselves, he knows. And they all have purpose. So today we can remember all that he has done. And if we come to the place where maybe we forgot a little because of circumstances or pressures or just because we forgot, we can remember. Take that time right now and remember what God has done, who he is to you, who he is to us, and who everything about him. What is the purpose that he has in our lives? Who is he today that we need to remember? Why do we have breath today? It's not just because we're going to walk aimlessly. No. We're breathing because we have purpose, and we can say with a joyful heart, a filled heart, knowing that he had us in mind today, that we can see each other. We can see the beauty of the Lord today. After the service, look around. Take, even in your home right now, look to your left and to your right and see, wow, this is life. This is beauty. This is who the Lord has in mind today, and he is mindful of us today. Amen? We can praise him together, and now get ready. Set your heart and your mind to, to worship. We have a couple of songs of worship, and let us worship together. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for such a beautiful name that we have, the name of Jesus. Amen. And there is power in the name of Jesus. Amen. And it's just such an amazing song, such an amazing, amazing portion of Scripture that talks about the glory of God and how we're able to come into the Holy of Holies. Imagine, that is so amazing, and that's what we are doing today. Even though you may be in your home watching, and I see my brother Dwayne on there today, all the way from, I believe, Idaho or Ohio. Or, I'm sorry, brother, I can't remember right now. Put it on the chat there. But our brother's watching with us all the way over there with us, and all of our brothers and sisters across the cities today, wherever you're at at home today, you know what, just to be able to be in the presence of the Lord, 
Lord this morning, to be able to be worshiping him and glorifying him, to be able to come into the Holy of Holies right where they're at today. And you know, what's amazing is that because you believe this and we believe this today, we are actually willing to set aside this time this morning to praise the Lord, to glorify him, to worship him, to give him all the glory and the praise and the honor that he is due. Amen. So it is just amazing that we're able to do so today, though our desire and our heart is to be in the house of the Lord together, not forsaking the assembly of the brethren. But we must understand and know that right where we're at today, we can come into the very presence of the Lord. And we are still joining together, though it's online, but we are still coming together today because our focus and our desire is in the Lord this morning. Amen. And I love those those lyrics there. That it says here, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Amen. Because he is truly so glorious and so awesome and so amazing. And we are just so grateful to the Lord this morning that, you know what, there is no other like him today. And just know that you are in the presence of the Lord this morning. And we come in the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ this morning. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing just know that, you know what, no mountain is greater than our God because he is greater than every mountain, every sickness, every trial, every tribulation, every situation, every circumstance, every lack, every demonic force in this world. No matter what is going on today, you can know that he is greater. Hallelujah. And he is greater. Whatever situation you speak it in a life, you speak whatever that is in the name of Jesus, but also speak, but Lord, you are greater. Amen. Lord, you are greater. And how many of us know that our God is greater? It's not just a song that we sing. It is a faith that we believe. It is a faith that we live. It is the faith of knowing who our God is, serving the one and only true living God, the Lord of lords and the King of kings, the one who is ascended on high, the one who is returned is soon. And just know that our God is able. Amen. So let's continue to praise him and give him glory and just trust him through every situation and through every circumstance. Amen. So thank the Lord this morning for he is so good. He is so wonderful and so awesome this morning. Thank you for joining us this morning. Today's service is only being live streamed, uh, but we are looking to get back to our normal place next weekend. We will keep you up, updated, but thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for taking the time just to, you know, come celebrate the Lord's day together and just being able to come together as a body of Christ and by the spirit of God, through the word of God and in the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, because that's what brings us together. That's what draws us together is the fact that we we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our faith is in him. We are forgiven today. We have been restored. We are being rebuilt. You know, the Lord is building us up in the most holy faith. And we are standing in that faith today on the foundation of our Lord Jesus Christ this morning. So just know and believe, you know, what? you're going to come through this. You're going to make it through this and just know that your God, our God is greater. Amen. And you know what? There's a world out here today that, you know what? Maybe they don't know it. Maybe they rejected. Maybe they just 
are too busy or just caught up with it. But you know what? We're going to continue to preach. We're going to continue to live and declare, knowing that our God is greater, that they may know that our God is greater, and that they may come to him and have a relationship with him today as me and you do today. As, amen? Because that is the desire. That is our prayer. Lord, build up the kingdom of God. Build up the church. Build up the people, Lord God. It's all about the building up in you, Lord Jesus. And just have that faith just established and firm in him. Amen. So again, thank you for joining us this morning. We are just so grateful to the Lord this morning that we're able to serve him, that we're able to worship him, that we're able to glorify him today. And that's what we're here to do today. That's what we're doing together on this live stream today. And just thankful to the Lord that we're able to do so. Amen. So thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, just, you know what, we do have a couple of prayer requests this morning. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to look here on the, on the chat as well. If you have any prayer requests, just feel free to put them up here on, on this chat. And um, I do see a couple of things here. So just feel free to put up some prayer requests, and we're going to lift these things up in prayer. We're going to pray for the Rodriguez family. We're going to pray also for... Um, What's it called? Uh, uh, the foxes. We're going to pray for them as well. The fox family. And, uh, you know, there's many prayers today. We're going to lift up our brothers and sisters in Christ here in New Living Way Church. Uh, we're also going to lift up the, the Casey family. Uh, the Bondas as well. And we're just going to trust the Lord together. Amen. Um, you know, the Jacksons as well. Um, Brother Richard and Cindy, you know, uh, many of our brothers and sisters in Christ that I know that are just going through things, you know, we're going to pray this morning and we're just going to lift them up in prayer as we know that our God is greater. Amen. So feel free to put it up on the chat. I do have it up here, kind of seen a couple of the prayer requests here, but just know that if you put it on here and uh, you know what, and I don't see it, just know that God sees it and our brothers and sisters see it. So we will pray as well. But I do see that one here today, Sister Rosalind, for uh, prayers for your brother Don. Yes, we are continuing to pray and believe the Lord. So thank you, Jesus. And just this is one of the beautiful things that we can do is come together in prayer and just thanking the Lord that we can pray together. Amen. Amen. So I see here the Padilla family as well. Uh, also here for pray for my, my uh, cousin Vincent. Vince, he's in the hospital with COVID. Yes. Uh, we're also going to lift up a family member, um, Letty, you know, not my wife, but a family member. Also, she's been in the hospital. Also, Ray, we're praying for him as well. And um, I'm still seeing here a couple of more here. So just feel free to put them up there if you like. If not, just bring them before the Lord this morning as well. And we're going to continue to trust the Lord. Amen. So let's pray this morning as we pray, knowing that our God is greater. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come before your throne this day, Father. And we just thank you, Lord, as Father God, we're just able to come together this morning in prayer as we just came together this morning to pray this morning as we come together to worship you and praise your holy name, Father God. And Father, as we're just here today, Lord Jesus, to just seek you, Lord God. And Father God, Lord, what you want to speak to us, Lord, and we just ask you that your will be done, not our will, Father God. And Father, today, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that we're reminded, Lord God, that you are greater, Lord Jesus, in every situation, every circumstance, every sickness, Lord God, everything that is going on within our own lives in this world today, we thank you that you are greater. You are the great I am, Lord Jesus, and you are everything and all that we need, Lord Jesus. So Father, this morning, in the name of Jesus Christ, we just come to you together in prayer this morning, Father God. Father, in Jesus' name, we lift up 
with the Rodriguez family, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you for healing. We ask you for strength. We ask you for comfort, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father God, in Jesus' name, we lift up the Fox family, Lord. We ask you for healing and strength, Father Lord, and peace and comfort, Lord, because you are greater in Jesus' name, Lord God. Father God, we lift up the Jacksons. We lift up our brothers uh, Richard and Cindy, Lord God. We lift up, Father God, Lord Jesus, all of our brothers and sisters in this house that are dealing with sickness, that are dealing with things going on in the body, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you that you are greater, Lord Jesus, and every sickness, every disease, every virus, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord God. And Father, in Jesus' name, we come together believing this, Lord, and declaring it in the name of Jesus for healing and resurrection power and deliverance, my God, in the name of Jesus and your comfort and your peace through it all, Lord Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we know there are many today that are Father, dealing with this COVID, my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we see here of Vince, my God. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask you for healing, Father. We ask you to be with them, Lord Jesus. And we lift up Letty, Father, Lord, as she's coming through as well, my God. We lift up, Father God, Ray, Lord Jesus. And we lift up everybody that's in a hospital today, Lord Jesus, dealing with this COVID, my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we know that you are the very breath in their lungs, Father God. And we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord God, believing that you are greater, that you would bring them through in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord God, we just thank you this morning. We lift up dawn to you, Father God. Lord Jesus, as he, Father God, is in your hands, Lord, we thank you for your peace this morning. We lift up the Padilla family, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would be their wisdom, their guidance, and their comfort through everything Lord Jesus. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we lift up, Father God, these families, Lord God, who have lost loved ones. Father, as we see a prayer request for co-workers that have passed away, we know there are many that have lost families, father members, Lord, father that have lost children, that have lost parents and grandparents, Lord, wives and husbands, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you for your comfort, Lord God, for those that are hurting today. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father God, Lord, that they didn't just lose one person, but they've lost multiple people, my God, because of this COVID. And Father, in the name name of Jesus, we ask you for your peace and your comfort, Lord Jesus, and the Pacheco family, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you for your peace and comfort, Lord. And Father, in the name of Jesus, because Lord, we don't have all the words to say, but Lord God, you are greater, my God, and you are the comforter, Lord. And in the name of Jesus, we ask you, Lord, for your comfort and for your peace, your peace, my God, that only you can give through this time, my God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for the Bonda and the, and the Casey family. We just ask you in Jesus' name, Father, Lord, for your continued hand to be upon them for healing, for strength, for peace, for comfort, Lord God. And we just thank you this morning, Lord God, Father, that you are faithful to bring them through this morning. We love you. We praise you. We bless you. And we glorify your holy name. We thank you for every prayer request, Lord Jesus, that Father is whether unspoken or just being spoken right there 
there in their home today from the heart. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you hear our prayers and you answer them according to your will and according to your purpose. So, Lord, we are standing and believing and knowing, Father God, that you are greater, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for all the frontline workers. We thank you for all the nurses and the doctors. Father, in Jesus' name, continue to strengthen them and comfort them. Continue to make the provisions that are needed, Father God, such as all the supplies, all the finances, the space, the room, my God. And Father, in the name of Jesus, help us as a country, as a nation, to work together, Father God, in the name of Jesus, to respect one another, to reverence you, my God, and reverence you, reverencing each other, my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, because we all have a responsibility to each other, my God, and that is to look out for the well-being of one another, Lord, for the sake, my God, of one another. So we just thank you this morning, Lord God, as we trust you, Lord. And we look to you, Father God, for, Lord, we need you, Lord. We need you in our country, Lord, as there is much unrest, Father God, as many things that have gone on, Lord Jesus. But, Father, we just come before you this day. We humble ourselves and we cry out for mercy for our country, for we as a people, for we as your people, my God. Father, as a church, my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we repent, we humble ourselves, we look to you, Father, and we thank you that your word says that, Father, you would have mercy upon us, Lord Jesus. Father, we need you, Lord God. We need you, Lord Jesus, in our government, Lord. We need you, Lord God, and our Father God and the leaders, Lord God. We need your wisdom and your guidance and direction, Lord. Father, help the word, your word, to continue to go forth, my God. And Father, help us to be, Father, about our Father's business as we seek you, as we pray, as we intercede, my God. And Lord Jesus, as we speak your word, and life, Lord Jesus, into this world today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are greater, my God. And we just thank you this morning for the peace and the comfort that we have in you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, we are just so grateful to the Lord this morning. And just, you know, man, I, I just... Thank, you know, the Lord for that worship and just the worship that we're able to do and the songs that just remind us that, yes, Lord, you are greater. Amen. So let's continue to believe and stand and know, God, you are greater. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, again, thank you for joining us this morning. Just a couple of quick announcements this morning. We are resuming our Bible studies. They will be live streamed at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. We will be starting the book of Daniel in the book of Daniel chapter 1. So we encourage you to join us to study the Word of God together. Um, if you're able to join us on Wednesday, or if not, maybe just start to read it, start to study for yourself. And, uh, you know, as we come together in Bible study, you know, we can we can have Bible study together, um, live stream. So I encourage you to join us again. We'll be in Daniel chapter one this week on Wednesday. Amen. Uh, also prayer, Friday night prayer. We will be it's in the study of God's word and prayers, what we call Friday nights these past couple of months. So it looks like we will be in the book of Isaiah chapter one. So we encourage you to start to read the book of Isaiah chapter 1. And what we do is we just basically read the chapter 
and we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us in prayer through it. You know, and it just may be one verse. It may be a couple of verses. It may be one word or just um, something that the Lord places upon our heart from reading that. So what we do is we're looking to the Holy Spirit to bring about the understanding of that scripture. Our desire is, Lord, open up our minds to the scriptures and speak to us through it, but also teach us accordingly how to pray according to that scripture for this for our time today. Because how many of us know that the word of God is faithful and the word of God is tested and, and the word of God is still alive for today? That word is still for today, church. So that's what we're doing. We're coming together in prayer. And, you know, at many times if we have a struggle with maybe reading the word of God or prayer, or I don't know how to pray. This is the greatest way to grow in prayer. It's the greatest way to grow in the word of God because we're reading it, but we're trusting the Holy Spirit to teach us through it. Amen. And. You know, feel free. I mean, if you like to study it and get into more, that's great. But this is what we do on Friday nights. We, we read the word of God, then we pray accordingly as the Lord leads us. And we just choose a scripture, a verse or whatever, it, however the Lord leads us. And from there, as the Lord leads even further into prayer. And, you know, it's just an amazing thing. So Friday nights um, at 7 p.m. is when we have the prayers. So we just encourage you. Let us pray. Amen. So thank you, Jesus, for that. Amen. And we're just so grateful to God. Amen. So uh, this morning we will actually be in the book of Revelation. You know, it's very timely as we end the worship with Revelation song. And we're going to be looking at Revelation this morning, uh, chapter one. Our main our key verse for today is going to be verse nine through 11. But we are going to open up actually in um, verse one through three this morning. So we can turn our Bibles there this morning. Revelation. Let's go to Revelation chapter one. And we're going to look at verse one through three as we open up today. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for this time. And Lord Jesus, we just thank you, Father God, for your presence, Lord Jesus, within our lives, within our hearts, within us, Father God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are able to be in your presence, Lord, the Holy of Holies, Lord, because of the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your peace that surpasses all understanding. We thank you for guarding our hearts and you are Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, as we are just able to rest in you this day. Father, we come to you this morning, Lord. Father God, Lord Jesus, because, Lord, you are God, our Lord, our Savior, our King. And we just thank you this morning. We submit ourselves unto you, Lord. Holy Spirit, Lord, we just submit ourselves unto you. And I ask you, Lord, that just let your word come forth, Lord, as your spirit leads. And, Father, also help us to receive your word by your spirit, Lord. And, Father, we just thank you this day, Lord God as we look to you, as you teach us, Father. And Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father, for the teachable hearts as we submit ourselves unto you this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So Revelation chapter 1, verse 1 through 3, and to the title of today's message is The Lord's Day. The Lord's Day. And how many of us know that this morning is the Lord's Day? Today is the Lord's Day. And we are taking this time together as a church, as a body of Christ, to acknowledge and to celebrate the Lord's day. And we're going to look at that today of what we're talking about and what that means and why it's so important. Amen. So again, the title of today's message is the Lord's day, but it's not so much just a title. It is a reality if we truly believe it. Amen. Because it is the Lord's day. So let's look at Revelation chapter one, verse one to three. And it says here, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him 
to show his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. So as we look at this scripture today that we're going to be going in verse 9 through 11, I want us to be reminded he gives a reason and a purpose. I always love the word of God because he always gives a reason. He gives a description. And like we've shared before, God could just say, it's because I said so. And sometimes that may be because we don't understand it. But the reality is God does give an explanation. He gave explanations many times, but it was through parables. And many didn't understand the parables, not even his own disciples but the thing about the relationship with Jesus Christ is Jesus would always take his disciples to the side and he would explain these parables to them. And he would simplify them so they, they could understand because they desired to, knew, to know what these parables meant. And many times the word of God can seem like a giant parable because I'm just like, Lord, what? I don't get it. Man. What are you saying? Especially the book of Revelation. But he said there's a reason for it. In verse 1, he says, which God gave to him to show his servants the things that soon must take place. So he gave it with a reason and a purpose. So we see the things in Revelations that things that must take place. And though we may not understand or completely comprehend it all or much of it, but we believe it to be so. And we believe that there is a reason and a purpose for it. And God just didn't speak it to speak it. He spoke it because he wants us to see how he is in control and how he is the one that's overall. And he tells us, he says, blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it for the time is near. So blessed are we today that we're able to read this aloud, but not only read it, but to hear it and to keep it. Because we recognize that this time is near. And how many of us know today that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back? His return is soon. So this is why this revelation was given to John. It was for that purpose as we are the servants of God today. And one translation may even say to his bond servants. And it backs up John by one who gave witness and testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ and to his word. So God backs up the man of God who brings forth this word through the vision that he's given. Letting them know he is my servant. And you can trust and believe the word that I have given him. So now we're going to look at verse 9 through 11 over here. And this will be our key verse today. It says, I, John, your brother and partner in the tribulation and the kingdom and the patient endurance that are in Jesus, was on the island called Patmos on account of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet saying, Write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira 
and to Sardis, and to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. So we see here that this is John writing this book. But not only that, he puts himself in a place, he says, I, your brother, and partner in the tribulation and the kingdom and the patience endurance that are in Jesus. See, now John is referring to the persecution that the church was going through in this time. The church would be scattered, and they would be killed for their belief and because of their testimony of Jesus Christ. Many were enslaved, many were jailed because of their faith in Jesus Christ. But we see John, who is sent to this island of Patmos, and Patmos is a small rock island in the agency about 50 miles offshore from the city of Ephesus. He was placed on this island, sent out into this place, 50 miles off the co- offshore of the coast of Ephesus. And it says here, he was, this, is, he was done, this was done to him on account of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. John, a disciple of Christ, who became an apostle of Christ, was now placed on this island for the sake of the gospel. He was separated, not just spiritually, but now physically, because he was preaching the gospel. He was continuing to do the work that Christ had saved him for. He was continuing to do the commission that Jesus gave to him. And because of it, now he is sent to this island, separated from everyone. Some believe he was in a prison. Some believe he may just been in a cave. But regardless of the fact, he was on an island. (laughs) He was separated from all the other believers. I don't know if there was believers there with him or not, but he was separated from a lot of believers because they were all being scattered. They were all being separate because many of them spread out. They had to. There was persecution. They were suffering because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. That's why he says, a partner with you in the tribulation. As one is saying, I am going through it with you. Because we are all standing and going through this together because of our faith, because of the word of God, because of the testimony of Jesus Christ. It reminds me today of much that we go through. And maybe not to an extent, I mean, there is persecution in our world today in other countries. The little bit of persecution here in our own country. But even today, as we are all separated in many areas, as many are not able to come to the house of God, many today are scattered, many today, as today, we are on a live stream in different places. But nevertheless, we are going through it together. Nevertheless, you're not alone. And nevertheless, we should continue to believe the word of God and live as we believe the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Nevertheless, we are still called to be the children of God, the servants of Christ. Nevertheless, we are to go through it together through endurance and patient suffering. Through the affliction, through everything, just know that we are going through this together. And we will continue to go through it together as we stand in the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ.
See, John was separated. John, I can imagine, was not in an easy place. But regardless, John still did what was necessary even in that place. The question is for me and you today, are we willing to do the same? Are we going to allow the situation and the circumstance to affect our relationship with God and what we do for Him and unto Him? Have you allowed what has been going on to affect your relationship and your commitment to Him? I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Have we allowed the situation to stop us from worshiping him, from praising him, from glorifying him, from placing him first in our life because of what's going on in our world today? Are we willing to ask ourselves this today? Because this is a question that me and you need to ask. John is on a place of Patmos. Separated from everybody. Placed in this place because of his testimony, because of his faith. We are not in this place today because of our faith. We're in it because of a virus and all these things that are going on. But still, we are still in a place separated but just because we are separated, does that take away our responsibility in our relationship to the Lord? That is a question that you have to ask yourself, that I have to ask myself. I still have a responsibility to the Lord. I still have a responsibility to stay in that relationship with my God. No matter the situation or the circumstance, we are still required to honor the Lord. Because when we go on to verse 10, he says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. <laughs> He was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. To be spiritually minded, to worship the Lord. John was still, even though he was in this place, he was still acknowledging the Lord on the Lord's day. See, there's many different thoughts on what the Lord's day is, because there's much confusion on the day of the Lord, which is the day that our Lord returns, and the Lord's day. But many will say that the Lord's day represented Sunday, because that's the day that the Lord Jesus Christ rose again from the grave. Resurrection day. So could it be that John, even though where he's at, he still took the time to acknowledge the Lord on the Lord's day and to worship Him and to glorify Him in the Spirit. Still was willing in that place, in that circumstance, to still praise God and to honor God, not because he had to, but because he wanted to, because this was part of his relationship, that Lord, no matter what, I'm still going to honor you. 
And are we today willing to do the same? Because let me tell you something, it is needed. It is needed in our busy life, in our busy schedules, in everything that we do to make sure that we always take the time to honor the Lord on the Lord's day. Coming to a place to say, Lord God, I look forward to that day that I can come and worship you, that I can reverence you, that I can glorify you, that I can shout to you, that I can praise you, that I can honor you and serving you with my whole heart. But am I willing to do this no matter what circumstance or situation? Am I willing because of that relationship to still be willing to do so? To still be willing to be that committed unto you, Lord God. Am I still willing? Think about it this way. If my wife goes on vacation, and no, Letty, I'm not planning a separate vacation for you, but let's just say my wife goes on vacation, right? She's out of state or out of the country, wherever she decided to go. She didn't even tell me. <laughs> but now because she's went out of state and I'm home, does that mean, well, we're married in California. So that means now I don't have to be committed because, well, she's not here. So my husband duties are kind of on pause and on hold. <laughs> or her wifely duties are on pause and on hold because she's, she's gone. She's, we're separated. No, it's the commitment that still holds me liable to the relationship that I have with my wife and the relationship she has with me as her husband. Because it goes beyond distance. It goes beyond seeing. It goes beyond what the daily functions as normal. It's a commitment that me and her have together as a husband and as a wife. Till death do us part. And we as Christians, as a committed Christian to the Lord, we have a responsibility to stay in the commitment unto the Lord and to continue to honor him. As we see John here in the situation, still in the spirit on the Lord's day. See, today we're here today because we're acknowledging the Lord on the Lord's day. Thankful to the Lord this morning that we're able to come and honor Him. See, we see the Jewish people who were given the Sabbath, a day of rest. And this was a very important day that God gave to them for a reason and a purpose. So let's look at Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. All the way in the beginning of the Bible here. <laughs> Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, and we're going to read verse 31 and then chapter 2 through 1 through 3. He says, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning. The sixth day. Chapter 2, verse 1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, 
and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. See, it says that God rested on the seventh day because on that sixth day he looked and he said, and everything that he had made was good. And God gave the children of Israel a Sabbath day of rest. Not to become legalistic, not to become, you know, tradition. No, he gave them this with a reason and a purpose because he gave them an example that that would be a day that they would be able to look back and say, man, God is good. And they would be able to rest from their labels. They would be able to rest from all that they do because they would recognize everything that God has done is good because he is good. And they would be able to rest in the fact of knowing how God is so good and how he provides and takes care of them. So whether it was a heavy week, no matter what it may have been, but they were able to come in a day of rest and just trust the Lord and say, okay, this is, it's done because you know what? God did it in six days. I can, you know what? I can have rest and peace knowing that Lord, I can rest on this seventh day. But it was to be to have a heart to be able to recognize that we can rest in God. Because everything is from him. And if we do everything unto him, then you know what? He's going to take care of it. That would reduce the stress and the anxieties and the worriness and the confusion and the day-to-day of just going and going and going. But no, the Lord says, no, take this time. And not only that, but every seven years, he would say, let the land now rest. But in that rest, the land in the next six years will produce even more. He gave them this for a reason and a purpose. It was given to them for their benefit. God gave them the Sabbath for their benefit. How many of us don't like to rest? How many of us don't like to get some rest? To relax? To be able to unwind? To be able to refresh? And God gave that to the children of Israel. Look in Mark chapter 2, verse 23 to 28. He says, one Sabbath he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to plug heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to him, look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry, he and those who were with him? How he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar the high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat. And also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, the Sabbath was made for man. Not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. God took the Sabbath so seriously that in the, in the law, if they broke the Sabbath, they would be killed. 
But he took it so importantly, and it was for the people so they wouldn't get burned out, so they would always remember and acknowledge God in all that they did, and that they can rest in the works and the labors and all that they did because of how good God is. And God was so strict with it, but because he loved them so much, He let them know, if I can do this in six days, so can you. I want you to rest in the finished work. And today we are able to rest in the finished work of Christ Jesus. Because he is our rest. We can be rest assured in him and the finished work of our salvation in Jesus Christ. Let's look at Matthew chapter 15, verse 1 through 9. He says, then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat. He answered them, and why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God commanded, honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, if anyone tells his father or his mother what you would have gained from you is given to God, he need not to honor his father? So for the sake of, for of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you what he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men." See, God never intended for the Sabbath to become just a tradition. Just to become something they did just so they can say, hey, look what I did. That became legalism. And that's not what God was looking for when he gave the Sabbath. It was to, they would recognize how good God is to them. It was to keep them in a place that they would come and honor the Lord so that their hearts would be attentive to God and they can rest and everything else and just focus on Him. And they could focus on His Word and His promises and His blessings. So therefore, on the start of the week, they can go knowing, hey man, my God is for me. My God is with me. How many of us today can be comforted with that today? You know, many times we hear, and I've I've said it myself, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. Why? Because we're happy to hear that the week is over. That my Monday and Friday is over. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to do this. In reality, what it comes down to, I am now free to do whatever and whichever and however I wish to do it. It's like all of a sudden the bonds are broken. Yes, now I can go out. I can do this. I don't got to get up early. I am free. (laughs) And we do the same in the Lord. We're free. I went to church on Sunday. I am free. What does the guy say on the mattress commercial? Or your mattress is free. And we get this place that we're just like, yes, it's Friday. The week is over and I am just like tired. I've been overwhelmed. I'm weary. I'm tired. I'm I'm heavy laden. Man, it was just a heavy week. 
and we come to this place that now maybe there's a service on Sunday or whatever day it may be, and, and, but most, most of us have church on Sunday, and now we come to church and we're looking at it like, man, I just need to be refreshed because it was a long week, and now, Lord, I just need you to touch me. I need you to refresh me. I need you to get me to a place, Lord God, because, Lord, I am tired. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way than just looking to Sunday. And many times we're not even looking at a Sunday because we're already like, man, I'm too tired for church. I'm too tired to go worship the Lord. I'm too tired to go and pray. I'm too tired. I got too much to do and I got to use this time for myself. Because I am free to do what I want. And how I want. And whenever I want. And you are. I am. But that has nothing to do with church. It has something to do with your relationship with Christ Jesus. It has something to do with my relationship with Christ Jesus. Where are my values? Where is my priority today? I'm not here to judge you because I have to deal with this myself. I have to ask myself the question, why is it I get there? How do I end up in that place? We all have to ask ourselves that question. Because John could have easily on Patmos been like, you know what, man, I don't got to deal with that anymore. You know what, I'm bound. I got a good excuse. I don't have to, you know what, I don't have to do this. It's, you know, it's the Lord's day, I know. But you know what, I'm going to do whatever I want. You know what, I'm in, I'm, in a, I'm in a cave or I'm in prison. So, you know what, I'm kind of free from that. <laughs> but no, because of John's relationship, it says he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. See, there's two ways of looking at this. We can look at the assembly of the brethren and meeting together at the end of the week or however we look at it, and we can look at it in such a way that, man, I just need to get there and we can come crawling in. And many times that's how our weeks end, but think about it this way. Christ died on a Friday. Christ died towards the end of the week. And many times that's how we come, man. We're just beaten. We're just worn down. But we can be reminded on a Sunday morning, on the Lord's day, that Lord Jesus, but yet you rose again on the third day, and we can celebrate on the Lord's day that there is power, there is life, there is that resurrection power where we can be strengthened and encouraged and be risen up again to say, you know what, God, I'm just not thankful for Friday, but now I'm also thankful for Monday. I am thankful for Tuesday. I am thankful for Wednesday and Thursday. Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday because I recognize that every day is the Lord's day and that I can get up and I can praise you Lord God I can worship you Lord God so if I got to work on Sunday then I'm going to take the time on Monday I'm going to take the time on Tuesday I'm going to take the time on Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday whatever day because every day is the same and belongs to you 
you, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I don't just got to wait for the Sabbath. I don't got to wait for the Sunday, but I can acknowledge, Lord God, today is the day, and it is the Lord's day, and I'm going to worship you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to glorify you. But if I got to wait till Sunday, I'm going to allow that Sunday to break me out of those bondages and chains to say, thank you, Lord. I can come to worship you. I'm going to glorify you. And thank you, Lord, for this week that is coming, because I know that you're greater than every mountain, every tribulation, every trial, every sickness, every disease, every virus, every circumstance, everything that is going on. You are greater. And it is the Lord's day. And I choose to acknowledge you as my Lord, as my King, as my God. And I thank you that greater are you that lives in me than he that lives in the world. Hallelujah. That's what it's about. It's about mine and yours relationship with Jesus. It's that resurrection life and power in Christ. It's more than just the Sabbath now. He is the Lord of the Sabbath. So we got many today that work on Sundays. We got many today that got different schedules. But I thank God that whatever day we choose, and it could be every day that we can choose to say, Lord, this is your day. And I'm going to worship you not because I have to, not because so I can feel like I'm okay. No, but because I want to, because you're my God. And I'm going to stay committed to you, Lord God. And Lord, I'm celebrating, Lord God, because you are resurrected. You are risen. That's how church should be. That's what church should be about. It should come down the end of the week, though it may have been heavy. But thank you, Lord. Now I'm free from this work week. Thank you, Lord. Now I'm free from that stress or whatever it is. Yeah, I know it'll still be there Monday. But thank you, Lord, because on Sunday I get to come together with my brothers and sisters and praise you and glorify you. And Lord Jesus, by the power of your Holy Spirit, my God, and I can end the week saying thank you, Lord. Lord, but I could start the week saying, thank you, Lord, because, Lord, it is the Lord's day. It is your day, my God. And I thank you, Lord, for it, my Lord. Because we are called to honor the Lord and all that we do. Let's look at Romans chapter 14, verse 5 through 9. He says, one person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind 
The one who observes a day, observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. See, he says, whatever day it is, whatever time it is, whatever it is in your relationship with God, but as long as you are honoring the Lord, honor the Lord. But let's do it recognizing, Lord, you're the Lord of my life daily. But we should always have a moment or a day that no matter what, we just take aside for the Lord and say, Lord, this is your day. I know I got this. I know I got that. I know I got to do all this. But Lord, this is your day. And I'm going to take this time just to praise you, to glorify you, to seek you through your word, Lord God. And I thank God that we can come to church. I thank God that we can still meet together online today because we are making a decision and a choice to say today, Lord God, is the Lord's day. And I thank you, Lord, because, Lord, I am reminded today that no matter what the week may hold or what may come or what's there, Lord God, but, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, that you are with us, O God. And I thank you that you are greater, Lord God. And I thank you that you've ordained our steps, Lord God. I thank you that you go before us and you go with us and that you will never leave us nor forsake us, so we will not be afraid or discouraged, Lord God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that Father, Father God, if you be for us, then who can be against us? I thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and we shall refute every tongue that rises against us, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication from me, says the Lord. So, Father, we just thank you this day, Lord God, because, Lord, you are faithful. This is the relationship and the commitment. Don't allow the circumstance or the situation to keep you from your commitment to the Lord. To keep you from your relationship with the Lord, your responsibility to him. Because he says there, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. As he acknowledged the Lord on the Lord's day and still took that time, even in the situation, the place he was at, he heard a voice speaking to him. Because you took the time today to acknowledge the Lord. Listen for the voice of the Lord speaking to you. And then do as the Lord speaks. Because he tells him in verse 9, I'm sorry, verse 11, saying, Write what you see in a book and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus and to Smyrna and to Pergamum and to Thyatira and to Sardis and to Philadelphia and to Laodicea. The seven churches representing all churches because the number seven represents completion or fullness. 
even where he was at, he still had a responsibility to still speak to the churches. Through it all, John's commitment never changed. Though the scenery changed, though the circumstances changed, but his commitment and responsibility and the plan and purpose for his life did not change. And I thank the Lord because now we have this letter today, Revelations, that we're still able to read today because a man of God was committed to the Lord. And there are much works today for men and women of God who have stayed committed to the Lord no matter what. It reminds me of the missionaries in, I believe, in 1956. And these missionaries go to this island and they're ready and they're out there doing the work of the Lord. And I believe she wrote like two books and one of them has to do with Psalm 91. But yet these missionaries went in and as they're on the beach expecting a warm welcome, they get speared and killed and murdered there on the beach. And their bodies left in muddied waters. But Lord, you said you would protect us. You take refuge in you, the shadow of your wings, Lord. Well, how many of us know today that those men are comforted in the presence of the Lord? And though they lost their lives in this world, they still were doing what God had called them to do because later on, one of the wives of the, one of those husbands was called to go back to that land the same place where the people had murdered her husband and the husband of others. These wives were called back to go and still bring forth the gospel. And they did. And they were saved. And that tribe eventually came to know the Lord. And not only that, became part of each other's family and each other's kids. I can't imagine such a horrific thing to go through. But through it all, the commitment and the responsibility had to stay true. Because just as a husband had a commitment, the wife also had a commitment to the Lord to continue to do the work. Man, woman of God, child of God, don't look to the right or to the left. You stay committed in the relationship you have with the Lord. But let us start with acknowledging the Lord's day. The Lord's day. Father, we just thank you this morning, Lord. We thank you for the day, Father God, that you have made. For we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you that this is the day of salvation. We thank you as your word says today if you hear his voice to not harden your hearts. And Lord, we are just so grateful, Lord God, that we are able to have a relationship with you. Help us to stay in that commitment unto you, Lord. 
that no matter what, Lord Jesus, we would always acknowledge and honor you in all that we do. And Lord Jesus, whether it's on Sunday when we meet together for church, morning, afternoon, nights, Saturdays, or Lord, maybe just, Father God, because of work or schedules or situations, Lord, but Lord, that we would still take that day, Lord, to just rest in you, Lord, and to praise you and look to you, Lord, that, Father, we may be strengthened and encouraged by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God. And that, Father God, Lord, we can be reminded of that resurrection life that we have in you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. Because though you died on that day, Lord Jesus, and were buried in that tomb, but Lord, there was also the day you rose again, Lord, and that grave, that tomb was empty. Also a day you ascended on high, Lord. Also a day that you sent your Holy Spirit, but also a day that you will return. And Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to endure patiently, to persevere in the power of your Holy Spirit as we trust you. But Lord, it all starts with our commitment to you and our relationship with you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord. Stir us up by your spirit, Lord God, to live in that commitment unto you, Lord. Because, Lord, today we acknowledge that it is the Lord's day. But, Lord, let that be an acknowledgement every day. Because, Lord, every day belongs to you. And with that, Father God, we can be encouraged daily, Lord. Because, Lord, you are Lord of all. And, Father, in that, Lord, it's for our benefit. We benefit in this relationship with you more than we can even imagine or know, Lord. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your strength. And thank you, Father God, for every day, every night, every moment that we have. And Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, because we know it's, it's all from you. We love you, we praise you, and we bless you this day. And Father, I just thank you for every, all my brothers and sisters, our families, our neighbors, our neighborhoods, Lord, our workplace, Father, co-workers, Lord, friends, Father, Lord, and our nation, our country, Lord, our Father, Lord, our leaders, Lord God, our world, my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, May they see and know we as a people that, Lord, honor you, Lord. As those that know the day, it's your day, Lord. Father, we just thank you this day. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Oh, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord Jesus. We just thank you, Father God. Oh, we just thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father God. Oh, we thank you, Lord. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will.
rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that our Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that our Lord has made. This is the day, this is the day that our Lord has made, that our Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Thank you, Lord, as we celebrate your salvation and who you are this day, the Lord's day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. And may the Lord just bless you and keep you and strengthen you in his peace as we trust in him in this coming day and this coming week and all that we do. Amen. God bless you. Have a blessed day.